Today's episode is part two of resources that can improve your life. If you haven't listened to part one, make sure you listen to last week's episode. I'll wait for you. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. As I suggested last week, I hope you've started taking an inventory of your resources. This week, we will finish with the last six categories of resources that you can use to improve your life. The first category we will discuss is intellectual resources. Internal intellectual resources include your capacity to think things through and problem solve, think creatively, self-stimulate yourself cognitively, reading ability, interest in developing your mind, and taking pleasure in learning. External resources include institutions of learning like schools, colleges, or libraries, and activities like watching documentaries, public television, or listening to public radio. Other external resources can be completing various types of puzzles like Sudoku, crossword puzzles, or other brain games that you may have on your phone, listening to or reading books, or even cognitive training that you can receive in therapy. If you're a little or a lot nerdy like me, this is a great resource to tap into. Growing up, I used to read about 100 books a year, and it was a fantastic resource because it's something that you can do alone or with others. And as long as you have access to a public library, it's free. There's also a lot of free or low-cost learning you can do through various online platforms, ranging from YouTube to Skillshare or podcasts like mine. Do you have an artistic bend? Then creative resources may be for you. Internal resources include the ability to access the creative process within yourself through dance, writing, music, poetry, sewing, cooking, acting, gardening, building, or really any creative outlet. Most of us have some sort of creative talent. It's not about being good at it. It's about the enjoyment and self-expression that comes with these activities. I've written poetry since I was 10 years old and regularly engage in letter writing, which I strongly believe is a lost art form. I don't know what my life would even look like without writing. I also know people who build elaborate worlds in Minecraft or The Sims. So think outside the box. You don't have to engage in the creative processes in ways that are more traditional. External creative resources include sharing your creative activities with others, taking lessons like dance classes or joining writing groups, attending art shows, live theater, movies, or special interest groups. If you have a hobby you want to explore further, I encourage taking advantage of any groups or classes that are available. I've had patients start to attend cooking classes, pottery classes, and sewing classes. It's really endless what you can do, and it's never too late to deepen your experience of a creative endeavor. Unlike Madonna, I am not a material girl. But the next resource category is material. 
Internal material resources include the ability to create financial security, earn an income, or enjoy material things like your car, home, couch, or other material objects that you may have. External resources are having a job, transportation, comfortable furniture, phone, computers, or any supplies that you may need in your life. For instance, supplies you would use for other resource categories count, like running shoes or paint. For some of us, particularly with the way COVID has impacted our lives and the economy, material resources may be more strapped. I grew up in poverty, and what I can tell you about material resources is that you can always start small, and it doesn't have to be anything grand in order to be a worthwhile material resource. When I was growing up, my biggest material resources were my journal and my poetry notebooks. I still have all of them, and they mean a lot to me. If my apartment was burning down, the fire could have my TV or my computer, but my journals and poetry are in my go bag. So please, when you think about material resources, don't think lifestyles of the rich and famous. Think about material possessions that would have meaning for you or would enhance your life. Next up are psychological resources. Internal psychological resources include the ability to reflect on your behavior, thoughts, or emotions, having a good self-esteem, being non-judgmental, a sense of competency, the ability to notice your experience, and a sense of being okay. External resources include having access to a therapist, self-help books, or podcasts like this one, and any therapy groups, support groups, or workshops that may be available within your community. Simply by listening to my podcast, you are already tapping into one of your resources. If you need more help, look at what is available where you live. In most communities, there are low-cost or sometimes even free services. For instance, Lots of times, organizations like NAMI will have free support groups, and resources like Alcoholics or Narcotics Anonymous are free as well. I may not be a material girl, but I am definitely a natural woman. Shout out to the late and great Aretha Franklin. The next resource is nature. Internal resources include your ability to appreciate and connect with nature, including all of the sights, sounds, and smells. This can be enjoying activities in a natural setting like hiking or picnic, gardening, or taking care of houseplants. External resources include mountains, lakes, trails, nature walks or drives, the ocean, the sunrise or sunset, bird watching, or anything else in nature that you find to be delightful. Growing up in a town with less than a thousand people, I spent a lot of my childhood in the woods, enjoying nature, and I will never lose my love of it. You may be wondering how I live in New York City, but a secret about the city is that there are lots of places where you can find greenery if you don't have to need to be in the middle of it all. So get out into nature and literally smell the roses. It might be good for your mental health. 
Our final category of resources is spiritual. Internal resources include your ability to connect to God, Allah, Buddha, Mother Earth, or any deities, spiritual teachers, spiritual energy, or faith. It can also include prayer or your sense of your spiritual nature or ability to experience reverence. External resources include participation in spiritual communities like your church, temple, synagogue, mosque, or meditation center. It can also be activities that have a spiritual component to them, like Shabbat, family prayer, or group ceremonies. Soon, I will start posting several different types of meditations that you can follow along with, which can help you access these resources as well. What resources are you going to start using? Do you have any particular types of meditations you'd like me to do? You can let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via email at psychologist@quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.